You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today we have a well-known person on with us. It is Jimmy Pollard. Jimmy, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity, Lauren, and Help for HD, both of you. Absolutely. So if you don't know Jimmy, um, you should. Uh, most everybody should know Jimmy in the Huntington's community, but for those who don't know you, Jimmy, could you kind of give a little bit of a, a background of your um, uh, what your how HD affects you? And yes, yeah. first of all, my family is not directly touched by HD. Um, I encountered uh, and before na- June 1986, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd never heard the words Huntington's disease and. Uh, the nursing home I was admitting, it, the, I was working in, um, admitted their first resident with HD, um, and then it grew. We didn't know families were communicating like they did, uh, looking for nursing homes that were, to coin a term, I guess, HD friendly. But it grew quickly, and uh, over five years, we had about 60 residents with HD, living with HD. And uh, it's been pretty much uh, what I do since that time. Did a couple of nursing, worked in a couple of nursing homes, assisted living facility that was HD uh, friendly. Um, and started out as a special ed teacher. And now I uh, work for CHDI, um, just before the pandemic, going around talking about various care-related topics. And we are so lucky to have you. I mean, you have just been, I know for me, a a wealth of information and just a huge support and advocate. And um, so I'm I'm so glad that um, HD touched your life and that you are a part of our community um, and that you're on with us today. Well, thanks for the kind words and the rewards being uh, somebody who's been embraced by a lot of folks and families with HD. The rewards are just, I can't even begin to uh, to tell you how wonderful they are. Yeah, we have some pretty amazing families. And, um, you know, I, I think that our community is pretty awesome in, in the way that we come together. So, um <laughs> I just have to say not all, you know, not all disease communities come together like that. So um, it is nice to have that. Right. And that's the truth. They do. So today we're going to talk about um, your new book. Um, So you just, you just did a new book. What's the title of your book? The the title is Finding Nana's Smile. And it is a children's book. It is a children's um aimed at kids 
who are non-readers or learning to read, meaning if you had to assign years to it, it'd probably be two to five uh, little kids, in other words. It's written to be read to them, um, like at bedtime or snuggled up on a couch. It's illustrated by my son, Patrick, who's a, uh artist and uh, elementary school art teacher. So uh, he knew how to keep kids engaged with illustrations. And um, it addresses the itch, issue, a problem, a challenge, whatever, that if somebody in your family, in this case with HD, has is somewhere along, far enough along their road so that they have a flat facial appearance and may not respond as quickly to things, uh, that young, those young kids might be hesitant or reluctant to approach them. Even though the person who has that flat facial appearance and may not respond quickly loves them very much. It could be a, a mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, um, they have all the same feelings of warmth and excitement that kids are going to visit. But when the kids show up, the young kids, they may be, again, put off a little by not getting, being greeted by that warm smile. So that's what it, it addresses. Um, and it's done in a story. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's not preachy. Um, it just tells the story of Nana. You want me to give you the quick nutshell on what the story is? Yes, absolutely. Story of uh, a little girl named Kira who uh, is going to uh, a cookout at her Nana and Papa's house and on the way uh, as her mom is talking about what's going to be at the cookout, who's going to be there, she says, I don't think Nana loves me. And mom is taken a little bit back and says, what? Why? And she says, because when I smile at Papa, he smiles back. When I smile at Nana, she doesn't smile back. And Mom says, well, maybe she just smiles differently. And Kira says, yeah, but when I hug her, she doesn't hug me back. So Mom just says, no, well, you know, just keep trying. Get to the cookout, and she sees her Papa, and she basically says the same thing. Papa, is Nana mad at me? She doesn't smile. And when I hug her, she doesn't hug me back. Papa says, Nana has a different smile. Sometimes it's you can't see it. Sometimes you can just barely see it. you got to really look closely because she has an invisible smile. And she always hugs you. Are you waiting long enough for her to hug you back? And this kind of sits with Kiera, and then she goes to the cookout and sees this um, by uh, the first in the book. Um, um, one of her uh, cousins asks an aunt for a cookie. Aunt gives the kid a cookie. <clears throat> then another cousin asks Nana, and Nana doesn't respond quickly. And then uh, he walks off you know, totally disappointed, and Kira has seen this now and decides to try out what Papa told her, which is to say, hi, Nana, and then wait for her to respond, to smile a little, 
and she sees that Nana does respond and that she is happy to see her. And when Kira asks her for the cookie, it takes a while, and Kira starts wondering if she's actually going to hand her the cookie, but she waits another moment, and Nana hands her the cookie. And then uh, she meets the cousin who didn't get the cookie, and uh, he says, hey, how come Nana gave you a cookie and not me? And she says, Papa told me she does things late, so we have to wait. And it goes on, and then they approach Nana, and they play with her, and Everything turns out all fine at the end because the kids learn just to wait a little and to look for her, quote, invisible smile. Um, and then they do a couple of fun things at the cookout, blowing bubbles with those big wands and the little old, you know, bubble things. And then they paint her fingernails, uh, little flowers on the nails. And uh, uh, at the end of the cookout, it's clear to them that if they wait, Nana will hug them back, and they can find her smile, and everything ends very happily. So that's essentially the plot. So sweet. Um, And, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting it. My copy is on the way, and I'm looking forward to getting it for Zoe because I think this is the the perfect time um, with her being two and a half, and, um, you know, she's around my dad a lot right now, and, um, doesn't quite understand, right. you know, what's going on with him, but she always, like when he gets hurt or, you know, he has a fall or if he stands up, she's always there to try to help. So it's really cute to see how kids pick up on stuff and, um, and realize like she knows she'll go pop off sick, but she doesn't know what that really means. Um, right. You know, but if he yeah. if he hurts himself, then she'll go. Oh, Papa has an owie kisses, and you know right. things like that. So she's learning these things, and um, you know, so I I'm going to love this book. I'm I'm definitely um, I'll give you feedback as to how I she reacts, but yeah. I think it's going to be very helpful <laughs> for us. Yeah. There's- and they're so perceptive, but at the same time, they're learning. And, I mean, from the, um, the the reason it came about or why I what got me to do this was I did a virtual uh, support group. And in the discussion, there was a guy, and he was asking the people in the support group what to do about this problem, that when – so his wife had HD, was well along her road. Um, the two of them lived alone. And uh, so he knew, especially in the pandemic times, how excited she was of, that the kids are gonna, were going to do a driveway visit kind of thing, the grandkids. But when they got there, all they did was pay attention, go went running up to him, um, even though he knew his wife was – even more excited than he was. And he felt that that was hurtful to her. Um, Even though he tried to divert them to her and he would step behind, she was using a wheelchair behind it. So they had to kind of do both, but he wanted to know other tips. And we, I didn't anyway have a lot of helpful things. Um, So it was such a poignant thing being a grandfather myself 
having observed the problem, not just in HD, but in a lot of things, again, in my own life with, uh, with elders, some of them just simply frail. Uh, but others with other diseases like Parkinson's disease, I, I just knew the situation. And, and I, when he said how hurt his wife must be, that Nana, it just kind of haunted me for a while. And then I just said, maybe we should have a kid's book where, like you're saying with Zoe, she sees it, she knows it, she feels it. And this is a, a way to tell a story um, that kind of lets her know that there's differences, but but people are the same. So that mm-hmm. that's a kind of nebulous way, but that's how it came about. And and that's that again. That's so amazing and such a good thing. Um, you know, like you said, kids are very perceptive, um, and especially when you start getting in that two year old range. Um, like even Zoe even realizes when my dad's not around so you know we're over there pretty much every day and so if my dad isn't around she goes where papa papa sick you know so these are things that that she is already starting to pick up on so i'm just i'm so so excited about this book i'm so excited about it um yeah and again it doesn't mention you keep mentioning the sick thing and it doesn't say anything about huntington's disease the words aren't in the book, and it doesn't say sick or ill. It just says Nana does things differently. So, right. um, you know, it, it, which is all they understand, as you say, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, Zoe, right, Zoe doesn't really know what sick means. She just hears us say that he's sick, so she uses that right. word. Yes. But, um right. But it will be a great thing for us to read over and over for her to finally understand that there's something different, you know. And there's, you know, just like we have support groups and we have things where we relate, this will be a book that she can relate to. And this is, I mean, that's that's what we need, you know. Kids are now being raised with with Huntington's and knowing about Huntington's, knowing what Huntington's is early on. So, um, and I think that's a wonderful thing, you know. That's how our next generation of HD warriors is going to be. They're going to be educated from the time they're really little. Um, and you are a big part of that um, by, by yeah, this book, even though it that. doesn't have Huntington's in it. Um, it's, yeah. you know, it, you're, you're a big right. part of that because you're, you're starting that process. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. I never thought of that future warriors thing, but you're right. And uh, the, um, um, what was I going to say? I'm trying to think of too many things here at once. Oh, um, and just another thing, for people who are at risk or looking forward to looking ahead to be uh, to walk their HD roads with symptoms, I, I, I always want to get the message through that for all the challenges, and this is to minimize anything, but for all the challenges, the warmth and of endearing moments with with parents, siblings, spouses, all the challenges, the cognitive challenges, the physical disabilities, those endearing moments can and do endure. I mean, carers have showed us this uh, through their experiences as as they tell those stories. So for all people have to fear, uh, I don't think that's one they should fear. And I always want to get that point through, that 
that yeah will help you um, will, will will help you understand that even those moments with grandchildren we're gonna we're gonna make them easier um, in a and hopefully a practical way because they do endure and that HD can't take that away for all it takes away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and and again, just pointing out, you know, as you said, as it endures, it's it's amazing to see how my dad reacts to the kids and how excited he gets. And um, you know, um, and we're, I definitely sometimes he doesn't recognize them because we're dealing with some dementia, uh, but when he uh-huh. does. <laughs> You know, he right. just gets all excited about his grandkids, and um, yeah, and you are absolutely right. It it does those moments, those those memories, all of it endures and um, and mean everything. So, um, yeah. very very important. Uh, and again, as a grandparent, message from all grandparents to all parents: um, the depth of love for grandchildren is you'll, you'll know it when you get there. Uh, but it's there. It's, it's different than it's, but it's there. It's really powerful, man. The, uh, what was I going to say? The, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's available. It's self published on a, a print on demand service. So it's, uh, www.lulu.com l-u-l-u.com and if you go in there you'll see bookstore and if you just search my last name p-o-l-l-a-r-d or finding Nana's smile or just finding a smile it'll pop right up and it looks like it's funny to say but it looks like a children's picture book because it's the standard, it's eight and a half inches square when cl- mm-hmm. shut, which is one of the standard children's book sizes that you'll recognize right away. And I didn't know this until I did it. It was news to me, but almost all children's books are 32 pages long. For whatever reason, I don't know. It's an industry thing. Huh. So it's 32 pages, and, and the illustrations fill most of the page. And uh, it's you know, saddle stitched. It's twelve ninety nine because colored books printing is more than text. And uh, yeah, it's there uh, to get the word out. It's really hard these days to do that. And I mean, it's available. You guys, you guys are able to ship right away and everything. <laughs> yeah, they're really quick. Yeah, I have nothing to do with it. There's no. There's no stock of books, which I would encourage anybody to self-publish because uh, it's so easy uh, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, what am I going to say here? Uh, oh, a couple of uh, HD awareness themes in it, like Kira wears purple for juvenile HD in her belt, ribbon on her hair and her pants, and Papa wears a blue shirt, and uh, Sybil, the Jackie Harrison little felt dog that's been around the world, that's hidden somewhere in the book. And um, That's awesome. So for seasoned veterans of this community, they'll see that. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. But again, <laughs> again, the uh, it's happened on the same thing, but it's not preachy. I mean, you can read it, and and unless you're familiar with the the issue, uh, it'll it, it's just a, a story. Yeah, and that's great because, you know, not only could we use it for the Huntington's community, but we could use it for other communities as well. So definitely, however we can get the get it spread out so people can get it, um, I'll make sure to share it on our show page um, and Facebook and Twitter, um, and, uh, and that way to make it easy for anybody who would like to order it. And I'll make sure to post something when I get my copy. I'm grateful, Lauren. Well, Jimmy, I really appreciate you coming on, and I, again, I just appreciate everything that you've done for the Huntington's community. Um, this is, again, just another um, another thing that you're just helping those future HD warriors start young and be educated, and it's so, so good. Um, and, and I want to thank you so much and just tell you that I appreciate you. Thank you. And, again, the rewards have been great. And I'm and grateful for that. Grateful this opportunity, and I'm stealing that theme about future HD warriors. You're right. <laughs> That's what I call. I tell my little girl all the time that she's a future HD warrior. So <laughs> she's my little warrior. Hey, the community better get ready for her, man. Oh, she's gonna be on fire. <laughs> really? So well, anyway, Jimmy, thank you again for. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on and talking with us. I hope that everybody has um, happy holidays. Um, and make sure to tune in to our shows uh, this month. We've got some really good shows coming up about research um, and physical therapy. And um, and I just really hope that everybody enjoys their holidays. And um, this last part of the year is a little bit easier to get through. Hopefully, yeah. You guys hang in there. Take care. We'll sign off and have a great day. Bye, Jimmy. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.